Hi there, and welcome to the Magic Time Podcast, another special 10 questions with edition of the Magic Time Podcast. And our guest for today's 10 questions with is Zeke Marshall. Good afternoon, Zeke. Good afternoon. Are you ready for 10 questions with? I am. All right. It's a fun segment, so relax, have fun, no right or wrong answers, and you'll see as we go along, it probably ends up being more like 15-ish kind of questions. We'll get it going. First one's really easy, Zeke. Where are you from? I'm from Keysport, Pennsylvania. And for those that may not be familiar where that is in Pennsylvania, what's it close to in terms of a bigger center in Pennsylvania? It's about 20 minutes from Pittsburgh. All right. Next one. Doesn't matter the occasion, but for you, the best gift you ever received. I'll probably have to say my laptop. No, no, no. Actually, I'll say my birth car. I think that was the best gift. How old were you? I was 21. <laughs> what kind of truck was it? What color yeah, was it? A red Durango, 2002 red Durango. I just sold it, not even a month, two months ago. I think that was part of the games. Also, because that gift was given from my uh, by my stepfather, who is now isn't with us anymore. So, I think that was probably why it, uh, it hit my number one. The red Durango. Okay. Yeah. Besides basketball, what was your favorite sport growing up? Besides basketball, paintball. Yep. Paintball. Baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, being close to Pittsburgh, were you a Pirates fan or another team? I was actually a Pirates fan. Um, the problem is, at that time, Pirates were losing a lot. So, like, they weren't big on fans. I mean, it wasn't big on my radar, honestly. It was hard trying to keep him compete with the Steelers in, you know, in our, in our high school. So, I kind of didn't like any other sport because it was always being over, basketball was always being overshadowed by those two. So I was like, okay, you know, but I did like, you know, like I said, I did like um, paintball and I was a fan of the Pirates. If I left the city, I was a fan of the Pirates. Your earliest basketball memory, like what's the, when you think of basketball, what's your earliest fond memory of basketball? Well, the earliest memory I can think of is probably when I was, I honestly can't remember the age, but I remember I was at my playground um, shooting with my father and I was making shots. I was, had a really good touch back then and um, I was shooting with him. I think that's the earliest memory I have uh, because he was a basketball player too. So he would always play in the playground, um, playing in playing leagues, and I would be shooting inside. And that's probably the earliest I can remember is shooting from the free throw line and making a shot at like, I don't know, I think it was six, maybe seven. When you were growing up, who was your sports hero? Like what, what athlete did you look up to when you like you had their poster on your wall or whatever? It was, I want to say Shaquille O'Neal. It was Shaquille O'Neal for a while. It slowly went to Tim Duncan, and then it went to Amari. Those are basically my three my, my, my three go-tos I've, I've, I've looked up to. It's all those three players. Your favorite food? Steak, definitely. Medium well. It depends on who the chef is. I can go medium, but um, I usually go medium well because some chefs don't make it the way I want it to, but it's still juicy. Well, it's still right juicy. You put the right seasoning on it. I can't get enough of that good steak, honestly. What is your cut? With bone or without, like, are you a T-bone guy or you're more like a filet guy? I'm honestly more of a T-bone guy because I find there's more meat in a T-bone. <laughs> so I usually go for the biggest cuts, which is most cases it would be uh, mostly be a T-bone in most cases. I'll get filet if that's all those restaurants will carry. But if I go to, like, an actual steakhouse, like, I'll get the biggest cut I can find. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the biggest one is, whether it has a bone or not, just give Zeke the biggest yeah. steak, right? yeah. Keeping with the food theme, what famous person or celebrity, and it could be current or from the past, what famous person or celebrity would you like to have dinner with? Wow. 
honestly, the one person I probably would want to have dinner with would be Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Mm-hmm. Now, based on your background with uh, computer information systems from going to college in Akron and your your self-professed analytical mind, that would kind of make sense. What is it about him and, and what kind of things would you want to talk to him about over dinner? I would like to talk to him about his his theories of how he was able to you know, transmit electricity. There has been a lot of, um, there hasn't been any um, congruent information about it because it's been so old, but apparently he had a way of transmitting electricity that can give free electricity for everyone. A way of transmitting power to where it could be free more so than what it was now with Ben Franklin. But he had, uh, but he died before he could finish it, you know, with his, his, his Tesla coil. I always wonder what it would be like if he finished it and how it would be and how his mind worked. Um, you know, there's some things I know about him, but there's some things I would love to learn and pick up. Um, the one thing about me is I love being in the, in, I love being in a room where I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I absolutely love it. Cause I can literally be quiet and just soak in everything that a guy can say to me. Uh, I think that's, yeah, I think that'd be the person I would like to have dinner with. That would be one heck of a dinner conversation. No doubt about it. Be amazing. You've done a lot of traveling in your basketball career. Uh, you've been to countries like Belgium, France, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Lebanon, just to name a couple. So this question, those countries aside, somewhere that you've never been, but you want to go. Oh, Japan. That was easy. No hesitation. Japan. No, not even any at Japan. That's where I want to go. They are um, a people culture rather than an individual, uh, individual one. But um, that's where I want to go. Definitely Japan. Imagine your steak dinner with Nikola Tesla in Okinawa. Oh my goodness! See, like, see, see, I would, I would purposely not get a steak if I'm in Okinawa. I'll have to take a Japanese dish. I have no problem with it, but I mean, if it was steak, I'd be something else. But I would love to get some, some, uh, some Japanese food. Weird thing about it, and that would be perfect. You know, I, I can't, I can't ride a steak when I'm in Japan. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Spoken like someone who would pay true uh, respect to the culture. Okay, if you had uh, money to buy a ticket to watch any athlete perform live, where are you buying the ticket? Who are you going to see and why? Do you have to play now or in the past? No, you know what? Let's let's make it any time period. I would like to watch Julius Irving play. I was too young back then, but I would love to see him play. I will. I will go go to see him just. The nest away that he, oh, just thinking about his highlights. I would love to see it in person. Like, that's one thing that my brothers would say about my dad. It's like when I would talk about my dad, because my dad is a legend where he's from. Um, and my brothers, my older brothers, I have, I have three other brothers, two of them older than me. And he would say to me all the time, like, man, your dad was so amazing on the court. Like you, like you all, you can see it when they're talking. Like you just don't understand how nice, how good he was, how great he was. I'm too young. I'm like I'm four years old. I don't know this. So it's like when I see that, I think of it the same thing. I think of it like my father. Like I wasn't old enough to see the actual magic happen, and I'm would love to see it. Man, listen, I am old enough, and and again, being a Celtics fan, there were some epic battles between the Sixers and the Celtics back in the day. And there's that one highlight that you always see a Dr. J where he kind of comes along the baseline and he kind of cradles the ball and he rocks it and yep. he jams it. To me, yep. one of the greatest highlights ever. That that That's a good oh, choice right amazing. there, Dr. J. Amazing. Like, he's darn it out of bounds, still making a shot. 
Oh, man. Now, you mentioned your dad. What's what's your dad's name? My dad's name is Darnton Marshall. Uh, he played at Penn State, and he played at Robert Morris. He has he, he got inducted to the Robert Morris Hall of Fame already, and I think he should be getting inducted to Penn State. He got also inducted to like the city, the Pittsburgh City Basketball Hall of Fame. He has a legacy behind him, too. There was one game I heard that he had 28 rebounds. He's a big rebounder guy. So wow. he had like 20 rebounds one game. Like, So that's what he would do. He was a big, big rebounder. So um, he played overseas. He played in Italy. Uh, but yeah, I was too young to really understand this. And we don't live together anymore. So I mean, we talk about it, but, you know, he doesn't go in-depth with it. But, um, yeah, he's a legend, too. So when my so when my brothers talk about him, they you can see the awe in them. Even my sisters and everyone I talk to says the exact same thing. Like your dad was a beast, man. Like you just don't understand. <laughs> I'm too young to understand. I hate it. We only we didn't have YouTube back then. We had YouTube, be fine, but we did. No, no mixtapes of your dad. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you get the thing. He played. I mean, he's six. He no, he was born in the '50s. So back when he was playing, was you know. 72, 71. So, like, back then, I mean, it's not, I mean, some, but it ain't a lot, you know. So, that's just an unfortunate part of it. Like, he wasn't being recorded, or, I mean, if he did have some recordings, they're gone. I mean, they were probably in VCRs, so them tapes are gone. There's no doubt basketball in your DNA. So, yeah. that brings me to, what's your secret <laughs> to blocking shots? See, for blocking shots, it's more about, and people laugh at me when I say this. But I honestly think it's because of how how like how often I play video games because it's timing. You have to think. I play a lot of games, lots of like you have to think back in Nintendo and stuff like that. Everything's timing. Castlevania games like that, we get to jump past ditches. Everything's timing, and everyone used to downplay it when I say that. But I played so many video games back then. It's all about timing. And when I would play in the, and I'm gifted enough to jump and stuff like that though. But the people, I remember when I remember when I was a kid, and I, I mean, in high school, and I used to read some of the things about me and what more our strengths are. They said, "Well, he has great timing, great timing on his jumps." And people were like, "Well, how you do it?" And it's like, "Well, I mean, I just do it." But I mean, I think it came from how often I play video games. So, I mean, I don't know how else I can build timing like that. It's not like you can do much else. You know, you can't go. I mean, you can go in the corner and teach yourself how to time yourself, but. I was doing it nonstop playing Streets of Rage, too, in Castlevania and Goldeneye. I was I was doing it then, too. So I think that also has something to do with it. Yeah, hand-eye coordination timing. You know what? That makes complete sense. That's that's a really cool answer. I'm, I'm glad I asked that one. Everyone laughs at me or doesn't believe me when I say it. It's like, you talk about you again. I'm like, look, I'm doing what I'm doing, so I don't know how else to explain it to you. Like, I think that has a lot to do with it. Because hand-eye coordination and, like you said, in timing. Now, knowing how much you love video games and how much of a game you are, maybe this next question, uh, I already know the answer. However, I'm going to ask it. What do you do to relax, Zeke? What's your what's yep. your chill time? Uh, it's either gaming or it's anime. As I said, like to me, that's what I do. And you can call it, that's where the geek comes from. Um, I'm very comfortable being by myself, I'm very comfortable, you know, relaxing, like, you know, I don't need, I am very easy to blow up, turn on my computer and watch YouTube videos or turn on the computer and watch an anime or, like I said, play some games. Like, that's how I unwind. Um, and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So, I mean, it saved me in Saudi Arabia because you can't do none of the stuff you think you can do now. You can't do it over there. So, like, it helped me over there, too. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, getting to chat with you and getting to know you a little bit better. 
And uh, I know that the fans appreciate it too. So thanks a lot for your time. All right, no problem. That's Zeke Marshall. We really thank Zeke for participating on another edition of 10 Questions With on the Magic Time Podcast. Once again, thanks to Zeke Marshall for taking part. I'm Scott Squires. This has been 10 Questions With Zeke Marshall, and you've been listening to the Magic Time Podcast. And remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.